Hello, everybody, and welcome back to What's So Special About Music Anyways, the official podcast. Again, today we're not going to be necessarily talking about specific music or specific artists or albums, but um, we're going to talk about concepts. Um, So another thing that somebody had asked me to kind of talk about is uh, my unpopular music opinions. And some of these are a little dicey, I think. I've gotten into some nice bickering and disagreements about some of my stances and some of these things, so it should be kind of fun to like dive into them a little bit. The first one's kind of light, and um, and I only put it in as a unpopular music opinion because I think people more so are a little bit limited in this, and it's musical contrast. So I'm a big um, advocate for musical contrast within an album. I don't think that all of your songs on your album should sound the same. And you would think that a lot of people follow that and would want that. Like, you... Like, I get if it's not broke, like, don't fix it, but, like, if I sit down and every single song on your album sounds exactly the same, like, how is that going to be memorable to me? Like, I'm gonna remember, like, maybe a song, but I remember, like, the tune of a song, but then it's a tune to all of the songs, and then, then I don't remember a specific song, and then, you know what I mean? Like, it's something that's so... I feel like it would be common sense, but I have gotten into a few disagreements where people are like, oh, but that album is so good. And I'm like, oh, but that album sounds like a one long song. I remember, um, <laughs> it's like back when I started reviewing, I reviewed the one August Burns Red album. I don't remember which one. I think it's not the newest one. There was one and all, it sounded like a continuous song with like breaks in between, like kind of like slight grand pauses. It sounded like all the same song. And I was like, mm. And everyone's like, this album is completely remarkable. And I'm like, I can't get behind you on this one. There is literally no contrast. And I like, contrast doesn't have to be fast, slow. Contrast could just be in like the rhythm that you're playing, the motive that you're playing, the like the texture, the instrumentation, the approach, the time, the meter, the, t- you know, the t- like, you know what I mean? It can be a variety of things. And everyone thinks it means like fast and slow. And it's not. Does it mean, you know, headbanger to like I'm gonna sob in the corner it doesn't mean that but um that is a common misconception with that um another topic that I'm very passionate about and this is one that I I get into a lot with people is about musical evolution um musical evolution I believe is important for an artist I also believe it is important for an artist to do what they love and put out music that they love but And I say that with the utmost hesitation and pause. I believe that if there is no trace of a band's previous sound in the new sound, that the band should not be mad, or artist, should not be mad when their fan base is like, what the hell? Because here's the thing, and I I think, I mean, he rests in peace, I think about Linkin Park, and I'm a big Linkin Park fan. I've actually seen Linkin, I saw Linkin Park live in like 2012. Hyper Theory is, like, one of the best albums of all time. Like, top of the list. So good. Um, and they were so mad that everyone was shocked by One More Light. And One More Light is not a bad record. It's not. And um, th- I have a vast CD collection, and there was a point in time where I would just buy CDs before listening to them, just because I wanted to add it to the collection. And Linkin Park, as a band, was one that I cared about that much, so I just went and bought One More Light. I was like, oh, Linkin Park bought out a new album. Okay, I'm gonna buy it. So my mom and I, like, get in the car, and I put it in, and I'm like, whoa. Like, what is coming through these speakers right now? And 
honestly, like, we were talking about it, and I was like, if I were to close my eyes, I could not tell you that that was Linkin Park. And that doesn't mean the album was bad. That doesn't mean it couldn't be successful. But what made me the most upset about the delivery of One More Lay, and it's so hard because... And I'm, I, there are so many other instances of this, but this is just the one that's popping into my mind, is the whole band got defensive. You know, the fans were upset that they didn't sound like their old self. And I get that. Like, they wanted to make music that made them happy. And they should. They should 100% do that. But to be um, aggressive and, you know you know, very just, like, cold with their fans because they're upset that the album was nothing like anything they put out before is a little, it's a little demeaning. Like, your sound has completely changed. Let your fans be in shock and be upset about that. There was a reason that they liked you in the first place, and now you're giving them music that was nothing like that. They're going to be surprised. And, you know, and that's where that's such an unpopular opinion is because, and I'm a musician, right? And people are like, well, you should give musicians creative, like, creative freedom to do whatever they want, to be able to express and emote and make music that makes them happy. I'm not discontinuing that thought whatsoever. I think that's incredibly important, and I think fans and artists should make music that makes them happy in the genre that they want to write in, with lyrics they want to write. What I'm fighting people on most of the time is they, one, think that I don't think that should happen, and that's false. Two is there. There's no reason that fans, that they can't allow fans to be upset that the sound that they love is gone, and that's the thing about music. Music is much as for the artist as it is for the listener, and your listener is going to be upset if it's not like their previous sound. I mean, they just are. If they loved Hybrid Theory and then they put on an album like one, more, like imagine if Linkin Park would have went from Hybrid Theory to One More Light. There might have been, like, riots. You know what I mean? Like, so, I, and I, I just think that's something that people get lost in the, like, arsenal of music and, like, evolution. Like I said, music evolution is imperative for the music industry and to keep it alive. Um, side note, like, the music industry is not dying, so that's an unpopular music opinion, so I'm just, like, throwing that in there. But, like, that is, like, what you need to evolve with the times. You need to be current and you need to keep people interested. But... As an artist and a musician, do not be surprised when people when you get flack because it's gonna happen. And if it's something you're passionate about, you're going to stick with your new sound and you're not gonna revert back to your old ways. Um, the last big thing or musical controversy I would say that I want to talk about is kind of like a two thing, but it's like a relatable content lyrically, and that kind of goes into another little subsection. Um, I think relatable content is imperative for an album to be successful. And I believe most people believe that philosophy. In order for your album to be successful, it can't just be catchy and it can't just be groovy. You have to relate to it in some way. Um, unless it's like an instrumental album, then you know. But um, it becomes redundant when every album is about the same thing. And you can only reword the same thing about being in a state of a certain emotion so many different ways. And so for me, it's so hard to sit here and listen, and especially if it's by the same artist. If you're basically telling me the same story in every album that you put out, then I think the reoccurring thing needs to, uh, reoccurring theme needs to come to an end. You know, there there is only so many times you can tell the same story in so many different ways. And um, I think there is a way to have relatable content that's not the same across all areas. 
and like pop punk makes sense because it, there's an angsty feel to pop punk so there's a lot of you know themes that you know get passed around and mental health and things, heartbreak and things like that and that's normal because that's kind of like the heart lyrically of that scene um, but, and, and it's cool to hear when bands do it in a different way, but I love the pop punk bands that are stepping out of the box lyrically because it's, they're doing the same stuff, musically speaking, but they're taking that leap of faith by stepping out of the emotional box. And that's what's setting them apart. That is what's setting people apart. You know, that's why I think of Safe Face and their album Mercy. They're talking about mental health and they're talking about things, but it's not discreet. They're talking blanketly about emotions and feelings and events, but it's not discreet, but it's still overly relatable and it's fresh and innovative. And that's what makes it so successful. And to piggyback off of that, there's a big debate out there about like groove versus lyrics is that are they equal? Are this one greater than or equal to the other or less than? And because and where I'm getting at like devil's advocate kind of here is like, if the groove to a song is really good, does it outweigh cheesy, kind of overdone lyrics? Or is a groove not strong enough to save lyrics that might not be that fabulous? And vice versa, like if lyrics are great, does a groove not matter? Um, and I am very torn on this too. For me, I, I'm a groove person. I will listen to a song and I will pick up on the groove pretty much immediately of the piece. Um, and a groove is really important to me. But if the lyrics are trash, I I don't know. It's hard because if the groove is good, I'm going to be attached to the song, but then I'm, like, going to pretend that the lyrics aren't happening. I have, like, selective hearing, so if I really want to, I can kind of tune out the words and just listen to the music, so that's really nice. But for somebody who can't do that, is it worth it? And that's, like, that's something that, um, an unpopular music opinion and, like, debate that I am kind of Switzerland on, I think, like, there are some really ridiculous, crass um, lyrics out there that are with songs that are super groovy and have this great bass line of this great backbeat. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. This song bops. Then there's other ones where the groove is just as strong. And I'm like, oh, uh, uh, this is not happening. You're not going to even listen to this. And so I really think it's all in the delivery on that one. And I think that's where a big controversy would come. It's on the delivery. And, uh, that's just that, I guess. So thank you so much for listening to me ramble on about, you know, um, topics that aren't about specific, you know, albums or people. And um, I'll get back into actual music soon, but thanks so much for listening.